Hello? Hello? Hello, Cliffy? Cliffy, it's Uncle Cliff Cliff. Cliffy? It's podcast time. And now, the Birthday Boy Podcast. Bull stick of butter. Cliffy, it's Grandma Cliff Cliff. Give me a call at your convenience, okay? Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff Cliff. Here's the host of Birthday Boy Podcast. The one and the only, Johnny Boy. My little baby boy. Baby butter boy. Womack style. Cliffy. I love you. Toggling your balls. Toggling your balls. Where's the rodeo? Uh, toggling his balls. I like your boots. Just below your nipple. Where are you headed? The biggest one yet. Toggle your balls. Toggling your balls. Fifty shades of gray. Slack, Cliffy. The biggest one yet. Cliffy. Oh my god. Hey there, teacher. It's going to be outrageous. What's my assignment? Your grandmother. I like your rubric. Great Donnell Winslow. Oh, please. Degrade Cliffy Baseball. Weakness. My little baby butter boy, little butter boy, clippy boy, baby boy. Sweet then. That's how you get blisters, Clippy. That's how you get blisters. Womack style. That sure tastes delicious. In my mouth. Hey, firewoman. Bibleopoly, Cliff. Where's the fire? Puzzle, your balls. You're a smoker. The oatmeal tasting booth. Toggling your balls. Toggle your balls. Baby Butter Boy. The biggest and the best. You goddamn Butter Boy, son of a bitch. I can't get out of fuck of you, son of a bitch. To the Womack family holiday spectacular. Your grandmother just told me the good news. Or as we like to call it, the pizzle. Hellman's mayonnaise. The raucous red glare, the bombs bursting in air, and a delicious Helios pizza in your oven. Womack style. Hey, so I forgot. To, I forgot to tell you another thing I did over the weekend was we uh, we bought Half Life Alex for the for the VR thing on Steam. And it's cool, uh, but I gotta tell you, <laughs> I don't know, man. I <laughs> I haven't done a lot of VR uh, really at all lately. Like Saturday was the first time I put on the VR headset. I, I don't, I can't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you the last time I did VR and the last thing that I played when I played VR. Uh, I know I played some. Uh, I know I played some pistol whip. Sometime last spring, and I might have played, you know, the kids have all the Darth Vader games. There's like three of them, and the Galaxy's Edge game, and I play. I haven't even played Galaxy's. I haven't played any of it. 
I played a little bit of Darth. I played Darth Vader. I think the first one. I mean, they take they they just you just kind of go through the motions. It's not so much a game as just you. It's more like a theme park, like a interactive theme park kind of thing. But it's really fun. Um, it's really fun. But I played, and and the kids have been playing this Boneworks since Christmas. That was like a big gift. Was they got Boneworks, and because uh, you can't get Boneworks, uh, there's a lot of these great VR games that you can't just buy from the Oculus Store. So you have to get the connector, the VR connector for the computer, and uh, you have to plug it into your high speed USB port. And you have to get, you know, Steam VR, something like that. I mean, yeah, basically Steam VR is the way to go. So you download the games and then you you plug it in. And uh, what is it? They have like uh, Phasmophobia on VR, um, which Cam said was a little strange in VR. I forgot why. I don't know. It was like something just doesn't it didn't i don't know the controls or something something was just not quite to their to their liking and i don't remember what exactly they said but uh boneworks which i still i have asked this game a million times for the last year like what exactly is boneworks i've watched videos i still don't really know what boneworks is or what do you do and the kids have beaten it and they've played through it a bunch of times and they keep beating it over and over and like and they get the sandbox world to play in and you know, it's just a lot of real physics kind of stuff. You can pick up anything and throw it. You can do any, You can do anything basically in the game, and they love it and they play it all the time, which is cool. It has an awesome soundtrack. That's the one thing I do know about Boneworks. It has a great soundtrack. And I've asked other people. I have a friend Nick who plays VR all the time, and he's. Uh, I've asked him like, "What is Boneworks?" And he told me, I'm like, I still don't know what bone works. I feel like an old person. This is what an old person feels like. I don't know. I know video games. And a bone works has been explained to me multiple times. And I still don't know. And, and then, like, they'll tell me, like, oh, I was flying a plane. Uh, and I jumped in bone works. And I jumped out to save myself. But all the people on the plane crashed. And uh, I pushed a zombie off the I'm like, I don't understand what boneworks is i don't even know i don't know what the name means and i've tried like can you just tell me something about boneworks it's a great mystery i haven't played boneworks but i did play we bought half-life alex over the weekend because that's known to be like the greatest vr game of them all and uh and the kids played a little bit didn't like it as much as boneworks it's it can't not everyone thinks it's the greatest of all time not while boneworks is around uh, so I haven't played Boneworks yet, but I did play some Half-Life Alex, and it's, it's awesome. It's so great. And I know there's a lot of similarities with Boneworks where you can just kind of, you can pick up anything you can, I was, I was drawing, I'll probably use this when I, when I use Facebook and such to promote the latest updates to the podcast, I'll probably put the picture of me. If you're friends, if you and I are friends on Instagram, you've seen it. It's already up there. Uh, I had the VR headset on Saturday. It's a picture from Saturday morning. I've got the VR headset on, and uh, and then the computer screen is open where you can see what I was doing. And I drew my classic Noakes picture, which is like I say Noakes, but it's really just it's a self portrait. It's the only thing that I can kind of draw, and it's just me. I draw this like triangle head, and the glasses, and the hair, and usually a cigarette. <laughs> and beard and everything and um oh and giving the middle finger and there's a little 
there's little markers that you can pick up in this Half-Life game and you can write on the window or you can write on there's a dry erase board. It's pretty amazing. Like it's a pretty, you know, these immersive VR worlds like, whoa, okay, wow. Um, my problem is, <clears throat> excuse me, I was doing fine. A lot of the VR games have it where you click the joystick where you want to go and it just, the screen just sort of dissolves. So you're just sort of there. You just sort of jump there. Um, as opposed to most video games where you're walking around and it's real motion, you know, real-time motion and all that stuff. Uh, but Half-Life Alex and Boneworks too. And a lot of these, a lot of the newer VR games, a lot of the ones that you won't necessarily find on Oculus that you have to get on Steam and then connect to the Oculus that require maybe more, uh, you know, more power and so forth. Uh, anyway, the, 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 the games you get on Steam, yeah, Phasmophobia, Boneworks, Half-Life Alex. Those are all you can you can change the setting so it's just it's just moving, you know, in a fluid motion like a like in real life or like in most three D video games, um, and that's where it got a little troublesome. For I was really enjoying the game and then I put that on because I wanted it to be lifelike. I don't I don't like where I just click the joystick and it gives me this little this little thing this little arrow that points and I, and then I release the joystick and it just shoots me. It just jumps me to that area. I don't like that because that's not, it's just, it takes me out of the experience. I'm like, yeah, no, I want it to be real motion. I want to be like, I want to look around the room and I want to move forward and backward and have it, have it move forward and backward. And, and that's what I did. And after about 10 minutes of that, then I start to get the little queasiness, which sucks because I'm not a motion sickness guy. I don't get car sick. I don't get plane sick. I don't get boat sick, seasick, whatever you call it. I, I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I've thrown up. The last, I mean, I used to. They used to call me Pukey Charles because I would, uh, they would have a little too, a few too many uh, refreshments, if you will, and then I would sit there. Oh God, I'd go to these parties and I would just, I would just pound these beers, and then after a few hours, I would just sit there like. That's what I would do. Instead of just, okay, I need to puke. Why don't I just run into the woods and puke or run into the bathroom and puke or whatever? I would just sit there and go. So the only, the last time I, the last like 10 times that I've thrown up, it's because I was, I had too much to drink. And the last time I threw up from having too much to drink was, I want to say maybe 2008. I remember it. It's crazy. My in-laws came over for dinner and we had wine and I and I think we ran out of red wine so I switched to white wine which I hate white wine at this point I don't like any wine I don't like the taste of any of it had a glass of red wine on Thanksgiving it was like this is gross <laughs> this sucks uh, but I had a yeah it was somewhere in 2008 when we were, we were newly married living in our first place our beautiful lovely townhouse which I love so much and I miss so much but uh, anyway uh yeah the in-laws came over on a saturday night we had dinner we had drinks and and then of course after they left we continued to have drinks and i ran out of i ran out of red wine so i'm like okay let me look at some of this white wine i'll drink some white wine and i just oh man it was just going down and you know got in bed then a couple hours later kind of puked my brains out and that was the last i think that was about the last time like 2007 2006 7 8 
9 10 11 12 there were some there were some boozy times in there man real my 20s was uh that was a boozy it was a booze fueled uh, period of time anyway uh yeah, and then there was that great time in, I don't know, this is getting into a different topic, but then there was that great time in Saratoga, my 22nd birthday. We went to Saratoga. I mentioned Sarah. Not a fan of Saratoga. I hate, I hate drinking in Saratoga. I just hate it because it's all just like, it's all just fucking, you know, preppy white ass. It just sucks. It just fucking sucks. I love Saratoga. I also hate Saratoga. Uh, and I'm never, I've never been like, uh, I've been to the track one time in my life. I don't give a shit about horse racing. Everyone's like, oh, Saratoga, horse racing, gotta go to the track, go to the track. And I have very good friends who that is like a huge part of of their life and going back and, and just it's a very special place for a lot of people. Very, very special place. And I that's that's fantastic. I, that makes me so happy. For me, it's there's. I just never, never had any special attachment to it. I never wanted to go and like sit there in the middle of the summer and like lose money on horses and all this stuff. I just, I don't know. Maybe one day I, I would like to do it. I would like to maybe even this summer take the kids and like that would be a fun thing. I actually do want to go. And I, but I never wanted to go in the context of like when you're in your twenties. And it's just let's just go and get shit faced and just bet a ton of money on horses. Like eh, I don't care about that. I don't, I don't do that. I don't. I don't do the gambling thing. I'd rather piss my money away on a video game or something, because then I can say, well, I just blew my money on that, but at least I have something here. As opposed to my grandma would go to the track once a year with her girlfriends, and my grandpa would have margaritas waiting at home for them, and they'd come back with their quote unquote winnings and. uh yeah, I'd have to. Sometimes my grandma would give me the, she'd give me the tickets, because for some reason I, they would leave before the. I, I don't know, but I know there there were a number of times where I had to go to the OTB and like cash in my grandmother's tickets, and that's an even that's an even worse place to go into OTB. <laughs> what a sad. Oh man, that is a fun. That's a fun afternoon. Middle of the afternoon at an OTB going. If you really want to appreciate the fact that your life is actually not that bad, head over to the off-track betting in the middle of uh, middle of a weekday afternoon, and then you'll say, "Oh, okay, hey, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay." Because <laughs> now I've been to OTB in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> I don't even know where the OTBs are around here. There's like casinos. I I don't even know. I'm so like whatever whatever advances ha- like when the latest iPhone is announced or the newest video game console or the newest you know that kind of thing. I'm all over it, man. I'm all over it. When stuff happens that's like new like betting and gambling stuff, I have no idea. Like when they legalize it in states and they open a casino. I was just driving past this place that used to be Bugaboo Creek uh, until a few years ago. Probably, I don't know, two, three, four years ago it closed. I'm not sure. I was pissed because we got here. When we moved here in 2015, I said, hey, Bugaboo Creek. Holy shit. I didn't know those places still existed. And it was still there and you could go with a big moose. And it closed down and it was just closed for a few years. 
And uh, I, I regret that we didn't just take the kids. I don't know why. It's because they have a big moose inside. Uh, there used to be one at Cross Skates Mall. That's been gone forever. And then there was one in, in Nashua until just like a couple years ago. But now, and, I, and it just sat empty for the longest time. And then we were just driving past it on Saturday when the 12-year-old and I took our little drive up to the mountains and listened to the spooky podcast. Drove past it, and I know it's been open for a while, but I looked and I said, oh, look at that. It's just, and, and talk about, I mean, hey, why not save a few bucks? Why, why repurpose the whole place? It's called like, it's called the Moose, the Mountain Moose Casino or something like that. I don't know. That's not quite it, but it's something, something Moose Casino. And it's like Casino and Bar, the Moose House. I don't know what it fucking is. Mountain Moose. That's a good name, though. Why didn't they call it the Mountain Moose? I know, because we're not in the mountains. But still, there's also not any moose around, so why don't you call it the Mountain Moose? There's a lot of places with moose in the name. This isn't like, this is, really isn't moose country. Like, there's the occasional bear that's wandering around. But it ain't moose country. This is, I mean, it's a city. There's no moose. Mooses? Mount Mo? Moose? The plural of moose should be most. There are no most water. <laughs> no most. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, there's the City Moose Cafe. There's the whatever Moose Casino. I just am so far beyond. You know, I don't know anything about casinos. Two years ago when I was going to go out with, for, uh, for Shimo's birthday celebration before the pandemic shut everything down. It's like, oh, we're going to go with the sushi place and have sushi. I'm like, that sounds great. Count me in. And then we're going to go to the casino. I'm like, the, there's a casino? I know I haven't lived there in uh, almost 12 years, but like, when did cas- casinos... I remember I remember in high school writing a letter to my congressman in the, the participation in government class, and you had to write about an issue. And I said, dear congressperson, uh, please legalize casino gambling. I didn't really care about that, but... I, so bring we need casinos. It'll bring revenue to the capital region. It'll bring jobs. It'll bring this. Oh well, I'm sorry, but that's uh, it. Also brings another element of blah 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 blah. And now guess what? Everybody has fucking casinos. You're welcome. You're welcome. I just all it took was a little little teenage little Johnny little Johnny Hopkins back in uh, 1990 whatever eight seven eight writing the the congressperson. Hey, where's the casinos, bro? And now they go, yeah, there's casinos. There's a bunch of different casinos in in Nashua. And I just, I'm like, isn't it? I just, I always just assume that like Atlantic City, Nevada, and a couple of, you know, the, you know, the Turning Stones and those kind of places, the, uh, they call them the Indian casinos. It's not, it's like, is it, nobody ever says, you know, they, they always say the Native Americans, but then when it comes to casinos, they call it an Indian casino. Have you ever noticed that? It's oh, it's the it's on the Indian reservation. It's the Indian casino. It's like why, why isn't it the Native American casino? It's everything. Else. I mean, it's it, because they are in fact not Indians. That was, you know, this moron named Columbus, who fucking. This is how brilliant these people are. They thought they had made it to India. Oh, hey, this is India. Oh, those must be the Indians. All right, you're Indians forever, until like. <laughs> Until like five or six hundred years from now, then they're gonna figure it out. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, 
But until such time, you're the Indians now. What? But it is. It's like they call it the Indian because anyway. Uh, but no, it turns out that's just casinos and gambling are just sort of like everywhere now. I don't know. It's kind of like weed. You can just kind of get weed everywhere. I I don't. I'm not gonna question it. It seems like okay. Uh, teachers still have to buy their own pencils and things, but uh, yeah, revenue for somebody. <laughs> Nobody said it was going to go to the teachers who don't make enough money as it is, but hey, it's revenue for the state. Uh, and I can just picture if if New Hampshire ever legalized marijuana and they had dispensaries all over New Hampshire, which I'm sure will happen eventually. Uh, it is a blue state. It's not. It's it's a little. It's purplish. Not as I mean Massachusetts is as blue as blue gets. Um, but you know. New Hampshire and New York is New York's very purple too, but they have, you know, you've got New York City, you've got a lot of influence, and therefore you have you have progress being made in those kinds of areas with the dispensaries and so forth. New Hampshire, I could see it happening. Not not today, not in the next year or two, but it'll happen, I'm sure. Uh and I'm sure that the teachers will still be buying their school supplies even after the pot stores bring in Billions and billions of revenue beyond anyone's wildest dreams. Oh, man. Anyways, Half-Life Alex. Yes. Why do we get on? So the motion sickness thing. That's what it, I don't get the motion sickness like ever anywhere for anything. And the first time that anything has made me somewhat queasy. The first time I got queasy playing VR is when there's when there's true motion in VR. When I can just stand there and look around if it's like the google maps thing where you get the 360 i'm that's great if it's even a youtube video where it's just i'll watch videos of like flying over boston or i don't know what it is driving around a city or the lots of cool you know the youtube 360 thing is great for that um but then uh, there was this roller coaster game that we got last year and the first one and you can you're riding on the roller coasters and you have a little gun and you shoot the targets while you're going on the roller coaster it's a lot of fun and the first one i went down and i'm like oh my god it's awesome it's like i'm on a roller coaster for realsies this is great pew 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 and then the second time i'm like ah it's still fun but okay it's maybe and then the third time i was like uh okay stop i gotta i finished the thing and then i took it off and i'm like "I, i gotta get out of this and then I just kind of walked around. I got some fresh air, <laughs> drank some water. Like, oh my god! So that's what is that? What car sickness feels like? Because that sucks. Uh, because I, I haven't been car sick since I was like two. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, Half Life Alex. So I turned on the motion, and it's not even like I'm falling or jumping. I'm just walking around. And and after a while, after ten minutes or so, I was like, I. I gotta, I gotta be done with this. I need to. So, unfortunately, I think the only way for me to play Half Life Alex and not be sick to my stomach, either I need to just play it and just get used to it, and and just deal with the fucking nausea, or I just need to turn off the motion thing and have a lesser experience where I'm, I'm just, you know, I want to move towards that door that's twenty feet away. So I'll fling the joystick and boop. Now I'm in front of the door. That kind of thing. Which I don't love, but eh, if that's the only way. But anyways, what a cool game. What a cool experience. And uh, 
I'll tell you the game I've mentioned it. I'm playing. I'm playing this Trine on on Switch, which was I didn't realize how old this game was. This game came out in 2009, and it's the graphics are unbelievable. I mean, they're great on the on the OLED OLED screen on the Switch. It's phenomenal. It's just like wow, this is a this is a 12, 13 year old game. Uh, when you put it on, it actually isn't as great. And we have a we have a great TV for video games, a great 4K TV for video games. And I put it on that. I'm like, mm, looks gorgeous, but it actually it's not as good as on the OLED screen. And then nothing is as good as playing it on the computer. But as I've mentioned, you can only use the keyboard as the as the controls. I'm not a I'm not a keyboard guy. I can't do that. I don't like that. Like, oh, why can't they just make it so you can use the Xbox controller like everything else on these computers? But, oh, well, now I got it on the Switch, so I lie in bed. This is like the third night in a row last night. I'm lying in bed playing this game. And I'm just having the – I'm in – it's like – it's just – it's old school because it's like a – they call it – it's not 2D. It's like a 2.5D because it's a, it's a side-scrolling 2D platform, you know, action-adventure type thing. But the backgrounds are very 3D, very, very rich, detailed environments and things. It's a cool game. It's a cool game, man. Uh, so, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was cool to be able to go into Half-Life Alex and draw, draw my self-portrait, draw my selfie on the, on the thing. Um, I wanted to, oh, quickly, I want to talk about Sting, uh, the wrestler Sting. He's uh, he's getting a lot of praise because he had a match last night, Sting and Darby Allen versus the uh, the guys, the acclaimed, the guys who come out to the ring and the, and the one guy raps and it's uh, it's a fun it's like it's like what John Cena used to do. Um, <laughs> listen, listen, and then he starts rapping. Uh, anyways, Max Caster, I think he is. I think he is a future megastar, by the way. Max Caster. Uh, and the other guy, too, and I can never... I, I hate that I can never think of these guys' names. Max, Max Caster and... I'm sorry, I can't think of his name. But uh, they're a tag team. They'll be tag team champions eventually in AEW. And Max Caster will... <clears throat> in 10 years, he'll be headlining WrestleMania. As long as if Vince is dead, if Vince is still alive, then they'll bring him in and put him as like you know the new Doink the Clown or something like that. But uh, <clears throat> or if he's smart enough, he just won't go to WWE. In in AEW, uh, you know their pay per views will be the new WrestleMania, and he'll be the headliner. Uh, I just think he's you know just like MJF. MJF was obvious for the first second he talked on the microphone at that before AEW even had a weekly TV show, and they had that first pay per view. It's all in, all out, double or I can't remember. They all sound the same. That's my one criticism is like I wish the pay-per-views sounded different. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> he he shows up with that scarf and the microphone, and it was like, oh, my God, this guy is a – he's a star. He's going to be a star. And uh, I feel like Max Caster is the same, same kind of deal. But anyways, they had this tag team match, and Sting is like – Sting came to WWE in 2014. He had three matches. He got injured. He lost to Triple H at WrestleMania, which everybody was like, why is he fighting Triple 
All we want is we've been waiting to see Sting versus The Undertaker. Why don't you just give us Sting versus The Undertaker? Because if you're watching WWE in 2014 and 2015, the thing they wanted to do more than anything was to not give the what the fans were asking for. Vince was completely like pushing back against like uh, social media doesn't speak for all the fans and I'll do whatever I want. And then we're going to have Sting wrestle Triple H. And we're going to have Sting lose because he's WCW. And I can't be beaten by WCW. Even though he bought WCW 20 years ago. Uh, still, he's a fucking man baby. So Sting lost to Triple H. And then that was it. And then he didn't come back until the fall. And he had a match against Big Show on Monday Night Raw. And then that match turned into a tag team match. Sting and John Cena versus Big Show and Seth Rollins. And then he had a match for the title against Seth Rollins when Seth Rollins was world champion or universal champion. You know, they have two world championships. I don't know or care anymore which one's which. Uh, but anyways, it was Seth Rollins versus Sting for the title. And Sting got very badly injured during that match. Was inducted into the Hall of Fame the following year and announced his retirement. He said, okay, well, he's at that point, he's in his late 50s. Is, you know, five years ago, he's in, I think he's like 60-something now. I think. Uh, and so I was like, okay. And they, you know, Sting would show up once in a great while. They, they, they didn't know what to do with Sting, and they didn't care to do anything interesting with Sting in WWE. So he would just show up once in a while. And then he left, and he went to AEW uh, a year ago, year and a half ago, whatever it was. I don't know. Um, yeah, a little over a year ago. And, and then he started wrestling. He started having matches. And then last night he has this tag team match and he's running and diving off the stage and doing a big splash off the stage onto one of the acclaimed guys. And it's like, and people, you know, CM Punk and all these people are tweeting about like Sting. He's so great. And it's so, it's true. Like what a fucking, this guy and somebody, and I forgot who it was, but I saw a tweet somewhere. uh, And this is absolutely true because Sting has made a ton of money. Sting had one of those guaranteed contracts when WCW was bought out by Vince McMahon. He had he had a contract. The big money guys like Hogan and Goldberg and Ric Flair and Kevin Nash and Sting and these guys had big money contracts, um, which were under they were Time Warner, so they they didn't get included when Vince bought WCW. He got all the wrestlers' contracts below a certain tier, you know, below a certain pay threshold everybody above a certain number was an aol employee time warner employee whatever you want to call it so they they got to spend like a year two years doing absolutely nothing but they had a guaranteed contract through aol time warner and they got paid millions of dollars to just sit and wait for that contract to end and sting did that he just wisely why wouldn't you um and then he didn't go to wwe which was kind of surprising but also not surprising uh, he went to TNA Impact for a long time, and then he finally did come to WWE. And everybody thought in 2011 that The Undertaker and Sting were going to face each other. Sting was going to come to WWE. It didn't happen. Instead, it was Undertaker versus Triple H. Like, okay. Uh, and then finally, Sting comes to WWE. And it's like, oh my God, they can finally have Undertaker versus Sting. Finally. There's like a handful of these like WCW versus WWE kind of quote-unquote dream matches and this is one of the last ones and so we're gonna give you sting versus triple h instead like triple h is always 
He's always like he's the to me he's the face of disappointment in WWE. Ironically, he's the guy who made NXT the most exciting thing that WWE has had in 20 years. Um so behind the scenes, yay Triple H. On camera, no Triple H. Uh so we got Triple H versus Sting and he got injured. And maybe there was plans to have Undertaker versus Sting, but it never happened either due to Sting's injury or just whatever. It didn't happen. I still, it's just going to be one of those ones that like just, and would it have been a great match? No, but it's just one of those things like just, we never got to see Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like we just, is that was that going to be the greatest match of all time? No, we got Hulk Hogan versus The Rock, which is probably better off because that was, you know, that's one of the greatest matches ever. Was it like a good wrestling match? No, but it was just one of the greatest, most entertaining. That was the match that defined the formula for how WWE matches would go for until now. Still, it was uh, yeah, it was quite the quite the it was a spectacle. Um. Anyway, but still, like, uh oh, we just just would have liked to have a fucking. You know, Stone Cold versus Hulk Hogan would have been cool. Stone Cold versus Goldberg. Stone Cold, and a lot of that, you know, some of it was Stone Cold's fault. Some of it wasn't. He was injured. He was, whatever. But Undertaker versus Sting, yeah, they're past their prime, but still they could have put on a hell of a show. They could have done what Hogan and Rock did, and it never got to happen. But now we're seeing Sting in AEW, and it's like, God damn it, he really could have had that match with The Undertaker because Sting is doing unbelievable things. And... As I was alluding to earlier, there's a tweet that said, Sting doesn't need the money. He's not doing this for the money. He's doing it because he loves wrestling. He loves this business. He's helping the younger guys. He's not He's not showing up and like, oh, I'm going to be the world champion. No, he's, he's there because he loves it. It's just and it's so much fun. It's just fun to see Sting. And they, he's not the focal point of the whole show. I told you, I went to AEW in Boston. I forgot about Sting. And all of a sudden, the lights go out. And then there's Sting. And I'm like, holy shit, Sting. I get to see Sting. I forgot. I was thinking about all these other guys. And I forgot about Sting. And that was, now that's like one of the more memorable moments of that show. Was Sting, Sting, Sting being there. Oh, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And he's he's just they call him the icon sting and that's exactly what he is he's he's pretty amazing i'm glad he at least did get to have a, a cup of coffee in wwe but it was a very it was a disappointing cup of coffee there's no question about that <laughs> to have him show up and then just lose to triple h like oh okay yeah not surprising but d- disappointing nevertheless uh so anyway uh so that's um yeah, just he's it's pretty amazing to watch. I'm enjoying the fact that like uh, who knows what how many year does he have years left? Does he have months left? Does he who knows? He's just doing it until he can't and he's enjoying it. And you got to enjoy that ride. And AEW was just great last night. Lots of lots of white hot fun uh mic work and good matches. It was good good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. The Hornets beat the Celtics in Boston. That was good stuff, too. That was fun. You got the division playoff games coming up this weekend. That's fun. It's Thursday. We're we're in Preken City. 
noon Thursday till five o'clock Friday. You're in you're in pre-end territory, my friends. So yay to that. As long as last week was, and that last week was just as long a week as I can ever remember. Uh, this week is this week's breezing by pretty quickly, which is nice. Uh, I'm enjoying Wordle. The thing about uh, yeah, the thing about Wordle. I've told you, I've said this, and I will continue to say this. The first uh, word that I play every morning when I flip open Wordle on my phone while I'm lying in bed, and I do a quick, hey, you know, five minutes while my rubbing the dust from my eyes, the crust and the dust. I'll play a wordle, and uh, yeah, I play I play the word boner every time. That's my first word. It's a five letter word. I play the word, and usually, I think the only exception I think yesterday was the one day where I didn't have any of the words or any of the letters. I played boner, and it was like ooh, a rare miss. Usually, I mean, because there's you know you got you've got n, you've got e. You know, in the Wheel of Fortune, R S T L N E, Boner Boner covers a few of those, few of those big ones. So, uh, and I played Boner this morning, and I had, I had a couple of the letters, and on on my second guess, I got the word. I'm very happy. I'm very pleased with that. I see all these people who are happy, like, hey, I got my first my first uh, guess in three tries, and I'm like, yeah. Imagine if you'd played Boner first. You would have gotten that in two. Uh, but as as uh, my good buddy Nate, superfan Nate, said, uh, it's hard to know. this. Not to give too much away, but today's word had a repeat, uh, letter that repeated. And they don't, they indicate to you, you know, you get the yellow, which says, okay, you've got the letter right, just in the wrong spot. Or the green, which tells you, hey, you've got the letter and it's in the right spot, but it doesn't tell you if that if that letter repeats. So there's been a lot of times where I'm sitting there scratching my head, like I can't I can't think of a word, and then it turns out it's because you need to use the same letter twice. So you might have like a green T in uh, you know I I I can't think of a word, but uh, you might have a you might have a letter that shows up once and it's green. That doesn't mean that that letter is not going to show up a second time. So that's where it gets. That's the only part where it gets tricky. And you have to be aware of that. But yeah, it's all good. Uh, and I guess that's it. That's all. It's uh oh oh and one last thing. <laughs> this is this is just great. I, we were talking with friends. Uh, my my kid's best friend. Uh, we've become good friends with with the with his parents. And we we chat and we've gone camping together. We hang out and it's great fun, and we're, we're good friends. Um, and we were texting recently, and we have a you know we have a group text, and we were texting about uh, the honor roll, and uh, and their son made the honor roll as did ours, and uh, and it's just funny because I was joking. I'm like, yeah, we keep threatening, uh, you know, if they get. If my if my twelve year old gets comes home with that bumper sticker, I said first of all, there's no no bumper stickers will ever go. I will never as long. As, I remember when I was a kid, you know, everybody's got like that one friend that their whole car is just covered with bumper stickers, and we had that too. And it's like it's fun to look at them all, 
But I said, I'm like, I, there's never, as long as I live, will I ever have a bumper sticker. I will have a tattoo before I have a bumper sticker. And there's no tattoos that I want. I've never seen, I've never seen a tattoo that I think looks good. Um, maybe, maybe the rocks tattoo because it's a whole, you know, lineage thing, and the, but you know, even for me, I'm just like. The only thing that I could ever see myself getting is like somewhere, somewhere maybe getting my kids' names tattooed on me. But then I think about that and I'm like, what am I going to forget their names? <laughs> like, what, what's that going to do? Like in case I'm old and senile and I'm wandering around. That's the only thing I could actually see getting tattooed when I'm too old. Like just tattoo my address and somebody's phone like my kid's phone number or something on my on my forehead so if i find myself just like wandering around the streets at night and people are like uh excuse me old man what i don't know where i am i don't know where i am and they look at my forehead and be like oh well you've got this address and phone number tattooed uh, we'll take you there yeah who are we kidding i'll get i'll if i'm wandering around by myself i'll probably just get my throat slit like every other person who has that happen uh, but anyways, um, so we were joking because I said, uh, and, and you know, Cam has no, zero interest, just as I did when I was a kid and I was on the honor roll, I didn't want that bumper sticker. We never even had the bumper sticker. And I would have, I would have been furious if my parents got a hold of a bumper sticker. My sister was on the honor roll. We were, we were on the honor roll. You know, it's A's and B's. Like, you, yeah, we were, we were on the honor roll pretty regularly. Never once had a sticker on the back of the car. And then we would see those people with the sticker and be like, oh my God, can you imagine that poor kid has to like drive around <laughs> and they've got that sticker on the car? So we were joking with with uh with our friends and like, yeah, we've because I was telling them we threatened Cam and said, Look, you better straighten up and fly right if you which they always do i said if you start if you start slipping in any way we're gonna uh we're gonna put that honor roll bumper sticker on the car so don't don't fuck up because that's that's your that's our leverage we're holding that over your head if you don't want us to embarrass the shit out of you don't do anything wrong otherwise we're gonna put that bumper sticker on the car and then our friends are like oh man we can't wait to put the bumper sticker on the car and uh and my kid's friend is like yeah i can't wait to get the bumper sticker so it's just it's great. I mean, I'm 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 thrilled that they feel that way. <laughs> because that's you know, you should it's a nice achievement. Uh but there's no chance. I'm glad. I'm I guess I'm glad that my kid doesn't want to ever just like me would refuse to ever be seen with that bumper sticker on their car. Um because yeah, I not that I'm not proud of my kid, but I don't want that fucking I don't want any fucking bumper sticker on my car. Just like I'm not going to get a tattoo that says uh such and such middle school honor roll student. Proud parent of the honor rolls. I'm not getting that tattooed on my ass. I'm not putting a sticker on my car either. <laughs> Cuz I also want to re I want to sell my car eventually and trade it in and all that good stuff, but in any event, uh it's a great and then and then it's just so funny. I mean, two these two are best friends. They're just going to be best pals for they've been best pals since kindergarten. They're going to be best pals forever. And they're so they're similar in in a lot of ways. Obviously, they have 
the commonality that brings them together as friends. Otherwise, they wouldn't be friends. You know, they're they're smart kids, they're clever kids, they're, you know, goofy and all that stuff and have a lot of the same interests in video. You know, they play online, they play against each other in the, in, you know, Switch games, Splatoon and Minecraft and this kind of thing. And that's, it's beautiful. Um, but they also, in a lot of ways, they couldn't be more opposite. Uh, you know, both both extraordinarily smart people and both very good at school. One of them loves being at school, cannot wait to go to school, is just just a just a nut for school. And that ain't my kid. <laughs> Cause my kid is just like me. I don't want to go to school. School sucks. Fuck school. This is dumb. <laughs> and uh so so both had very different perspectives. I was actually texting uh my buddy Alex, who's the father of of said best friend and he said oh they had the the honor roll party today and uh and best friend said it rocked and i was like oh that's that's great that's great and no sooner does that text that then my kid comes home walks in the door and has the little honor roll sticker I'm like how was it how was you had the party how was it and cam goes as soon as I got there, I said, oh, my God, what am I doing here? This is so lame. I should have just stayed in the classroom. <laughs> but that's life, right? One one person's this rocks, dude, is another person's this fucking is the stupidest thing ever. Basically, it was like Cam just felt it was, you know, they were doing, uh, uh, you know, that slide to the left, slide to the right crisscross clap 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 clap. you know that song and a bunch of kids were you know it was like cam just said this is so lame they're it's like a you know like a nightclub in the middle of school just for all the nerds and there's you know ice cream sandwiches and there's people at the door making sure you have your invitation you have to hand your invitation it's like being carded at the door and there's you know the music's blaring and the lights and stuff and and I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, did they stamp your hand too? Did you uh, did you get like an orange bracelet or something so you could get a drink at the bar? Like, what's <laughs> no? That wasn't the case, but yeah, Cam and 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 one of Cam's other friends was with them, and also you know, basically they were both they were both sharing the same sentiment, which was, uh, yeah, we should have <laughs> we should have just stayed in. I'd rather be in class right now, which is really saying something. Uh, for my kid to want to rather be in class than a than a little midday break to celebrate your achievements, your academic achievements. Um, but hey, they got you know the ice cream sandwich was nice. That was that was the highlight, the ice cream sandwich. Which Cam said they, sh- I wish they had just brought an ice cream sandwich to my desk, <laughs> or just handed it to me on the way out the door so I can eat an ice cream sandwich on the way home. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's all good. Proud, proud dad. Obviously, look, I'm not doing the bumper sticker thing. This is my bumper sticker, right? I'm sharing about my kids' academic achievements on the podcast. That's that's my version of the bumper sticker. Just as the bumper sticker was Twitter before Twitter existed, right? You wanted to know somebody's stupid opinion on something? Get behind their car. They have a bumper sticker that probably tells you. Uh, you know, how's my driving? 1-800-EAT-SHIT. Okay. Uh or you know something about there were political bumper stickers go back quite some time and yeah you could get to know about you could know about a person before there was social that was social media 
Look at somebody's bumper sticker. And now you're angry at a stranger because they have a different opinion than you, uh, which may or may not be a legitimately shitty, uh, you know, harmful opinion, but still. Um, yeah, and now we just have we just have social media. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's a fun little moment. Nice proud proud dad kind of thing. It's like, yeah, good. I've told the kids like, look, grades you're going to get out in the real world and realize just how little grades matter for anything. They just, you know. I still don't have my MBA. Like I have my MBA. I have I graduated and earned my degree, and there have been times where I've had to order my transcripts from my school from my the school that I attended. Which says, you know, here's all the classes I took. Here's my grades. Did graduated? Yes or no? Yes. So it shows that yes, I degree d- degree awarded. Yes or no? Yes. Um, so I have that. I've never actually gotten the diploma. You know, people have their diploma, and it's for, I have my under. I have my bachelor's. I don't even know where the fuck that is. It's in a box somewhere. I don't know. I don't care. I'm gonna hang that on the wall. I think, like, okay, if you're a doctor, hang it on the wall. If you're a professor, okay, here's your credentials. Uh, you know, if I'm in Fauci's office, it's like, oh, okay, wow, that's pretty good. Good schools. Great. Uh, but for anybody else, it's like, yeah, it's not, not really that big of a deal. It's just a nice way to give you a whole fucking bundle of anxiety to carry through life if if that's the kind of person you are if you're somebody who doesn't even if you're good at school even if you get good grades that's still if you're if you're if it gives you anxiety and you don't look forward to it because not everybody loves school and there's you know it's 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 funny too because you know cam's best friends parents have said like oh you know don't worry when they're in class together uh, best friends uh, zest for love of school is infectious. And I just kind of chuckle. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> because you, clearly you have not met my child or me because if anything, somebody's zest for life has the opposite effect on me. It just makes me angry. When I see somebody who just loves life and they're just happy and they just they look forward to things and they're excited and like, you know, school spirit and team spirit and you know, supporting the community and all that stuff. It just makes me angry. Like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, but it's it's great to see, though, because it is. I mean, and that's then that's what makes them, you know, such a such a great duo is they are, like I said, so many similar traits, but then in so many ways, just so opposite one another, just so totally opposite. Um and uh yeah it's it's just funny cuz yeah cam gets the good grades but hates hates going to school it's not to say that they're miserable all day until the end of the day it's one of those things you get there and it's like all right and get some friends here and then got teachers that i like and i don't really want to do all this work it is a lot though when you think about it like i can stop in the middle of my work if i don't have a meeting if i I might have stuff to do, but it's not like, you know, I can take a break. If I need to, if I need to go run an errand, if I need to leave the house, if I need to leave the office, if I need to just like stop for, okay, it's lunchtime. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to a restaurant. There's been plenty of times I've had like with, with coworkers, with my boss, like gone out to eat. It's like, okay, it's a nice, nice little break. These kids don't have their, there's, it's so regimented and 
there's people who just, not everybody is that way, right? It's like, you know, you're trying to, it's all this one size fits all. And I mean, how, how else can you do it? You, ha- you can't just, you know, you can't just custom make school for every single different personality type. I mean, you, you can, if you had the, you know, I've said, I've said to Cam numerous times, I said, look, I, I wish, I wish you didn't have to go to school. I wish I didn't have to go to work. I wish we could just like bomb around the world and, you know, go on trips and stuff and just, just have a tutor to just show up and like teach you when you're in the mood to be taught. <laughs> but that's just not how it works. It wasn't, that's not how it worked for me. I'm like, you're, you know, you're rolling out of bed, dragging your ass at, uh, you know, quarter to seven in the morning. And I don't want to, again, not to be like that guy in my day, but in my fucking day, when I turned 11, uh, a few months later, I started delivering newspapers and that didn't end until I was a senior in high school. Uh, I was almost 18 when I stopped delivering newspapers and what does that mean? That means I'm up every day at 5.30. Not every weekday, every day. No holidays off, no vacation, no nothing. Seven days a week, 365 days a year for seven years before dawn on really cold, horrible, freezing sub-zero days, on rainy thunderstorm days, on hot days, on sunny days, on dark days, whatever. On Thanksgiving, which is the biggest paper of the year, which sucks, has all the ads in it. Uh, on Christmas Day, which is one of the smaller papers of the year, which is nice. On Sundays, on Saturday, doesn't matter. And then once in a while you get to go on vacation and you have to find somebody, which is luckily we had the previous, uh, my, my predecessor was around and was usually willing and able to to take a, to take on the paper delivery for a week or two if we go away in the summer. But that's it. And you get back, you get back from deliver from the vacation, you know, late at night, eleven o'clock at night. Like, all right, we got to go to bed because we got to get up early and deliver the papers. Man, it's uh, <laughs> so I yeah, I hate to, I don't, I don't play that card. But there's a lot of times where I'm just like, oh please. Oh no, you had to get up at seven. I mean, like I I had to leave at ten after seven to walk almost a mile. I'm sounding it's just like an old timer. I walked in the boom down the doors and snow both ways uphill. Uh but yeah, I mean the fucking you had to leave at seven ten at the latest to walk to the end of my street, which was we measured it, it was over three quarters of a mile. And then stand there in whatever weather it was and wait for the bus. This kid's getting up at, you know, at 7.10. They're still just like, you know, finishing up breakfast. Getting in the shower. It's getting in the shower at 7.20. Like, dude, <laughs> this ain't that bad. But it's, I know, it's all, it's all relative. And it doesn't, it doesn't diminish their, their anxiety and the things that, you know, that they do and don't want to do. It doesn't, it doesn't diminish that. But I do... Uh, maybe on one or two occasions I have mentioned like, look, I know it sucks, but Hey, here's what, here's what my childhood was like from fifth grade until 12th grade. (laughs) And now I'm fucking, I'm fucking exhausted because I've been in the workforce for 30 years and I'm only 41 (laughs) years old. (laughs) I've been in the fucking workforce since I was 11. 
Oh my God. And no, I wasn't working at some like, you know, carpet factory, uh, you know, like in 1908 and like running out onto the, under the steam press and, you know, picking up little pieces off the carpet before the giant press would come down and crush children before there were unions and labor laws and things. No, I know. It's like, the person before you had it worse, the person after you is going to have it better, the person after that, them is going to have it better, or so you think. Unless you came after the baby boomers, in which case, like, they had it all, and then <laughs> we don't even have scraps. <laughs> and then the millennials get, we're that, that great little, like, that very tiny little, like, ni- 1979 to 1981, like, pre-millennial, post-Gen X kind of don't even have a name for us sort of weirdos where it's like, okay, we didn't get, (laughs) we don't have the luxury of affordable school like our parents did. And we're also not going to have the luxury of all those different cool, fun ways to like monetize yourself. Like, like our kids are going to are having and and already have with YouTube and so forth. Uh, So we're just like, yeah, all right. Like I've said it before, my only plan in life is to finish paying off my student loans before I have to start paying my kids' college. And hopefully there will be a couple months in between where I can just enjoy what it's like to not have that. That's my <laughs> that's my goal. No. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Anyways, this, is, this has gone in all kinds of directions. We'll call it episode 99. You want to call it episode? I'm going to call it episode 99. So what do we talk about? Half-Life Alex, puking, casinos. What? What is this? What just happened? Why is this playing? Who told you to... Alexa, stop. Why did... Why did Bieber start playing on my Echo thing? That's... Did I say something that was that sounded like... That's crazy. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm going to call this episode 99 because I'm, I'm trying to delay getting to episode 100 because I think, oh, I should have something big and exciting for episode 100, but I'm not. I'm just, I figure I'll just call this episode 99 and let you in on the big secret. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing planned for episode 100. I've been just delaying having an episode 100 and th- I, I've actually been thinking maybe I won't even ever have an episode 100. Maybe this will be episode 99 and everything after this will just be a purely bonus episode. That's my only thought. Because you expect, right? It's weird. Like, oh, 100 episodes. There should be something big's going to happen. Nope. Not for me. <laughs> I'm not doing a Facebook Live. I'm not doing like any of that stuff. I, I feel like I have asked enough of my friends to be on the podcast that one time. And it's great. I would have them on all the time but i just i feel like it's not fair like i don't yeah it's um same with poor cliffy and uh, you know i'm not gonna exploit cliff just to be in. but uh and i the facebook live thing i can't I did it did it that one time uh does that mean that there won't be a facebook live ever again no but it's it ain't happening anytime soon maybe an instagram live maybe i'll do that I don't want to do a Facebook live, but I could I could do an Instagram live or or Twitch because I I've never I have a Twitch account just so I can watch Twitch videos, but I've never done a Twitch video. Maybe that's it. 
Maybe I'll do a Twitch live for episode 100. Nobody will watch it, but I also won't exp- like there's there's a certain disappointment that comes because most of my friends are on Facebook because I'm an old person and all the old people are on Facebook. So all my friends and my relatives and all their parents and stuff, they're on Facebook. Like Facebook <laughs> Facebook is basically it's the place Facebook is now the place that you go to see memes and jokes that you heard on Twitter or Reddit weeks ago and you want to you want to see them uh, it's like an encore it's like watching a tv in syndication like oh i remember this episode this is a good one that's what facebook is like you see everything for the first time on the other platforms and then, and then it shows up on facebook days or weeks later like oh my god uh but it's true like twitter has it first reddit has it first and then facebook has it a couple years later and uh yeah so maybe, yeah, maybe I'll do a Twitch live because nobody, like I was going to say, there's, there's a certain pressure when you're on Facebook. Not a pressure, but I, I will say an unreasonable expectation where I think I don't have a lot of friends on Facebook. I see some people who have thousands, literally thousands of friends. I'm like, how do you even know thousands of people? Like, I don't even know thousands. I don't want to know thousands of people. Um, and I certainly don't want to be connected with all of them. So I go on to Facebook, and I've got, like, I don't know, like 300 friends, give or take. It's either just around 300 or just around four. I think it's, I think it's just, like, three-something. And, and that's not a ton. That's not a lot. Um, but it's, for me, it's, like, right quality over quantity. And 397 friends. Wow, who's going to be lucky 398? Who's going to be lucky 400? Anyway, uh, yeah. What am I saying here? So you figure like, okay, hey, you know, if a certain percentage of those, if I get like 10%, even 5%, like just show up and watch the, the Facebook Live. And at the at the very best of times, it was maybe 5%, maybe. And it's like, oh. And then I feel bad. It's like, eh, I don't. And I think some some of the people are just there to be nice. I think like, you know, Kimmy would show up for everyone, which was great. My mother in law was most of them, and I was like, that's so sweet. That's very supportive. But it's like, eh, you don't want to be here. But it's very nice. Shimo was there for every single one. It was. But then it's like you get to a point where it's like, oh man, there's nobody watching this. <laughs> At least on Twitch, I will expect that nobody will be watching it. And then it's just like, yeah, all right. Well, I did a Twitch live, but you missed it. <laughs> you can go on Twitch and watch it if you want. Or YouTube. Maybe I'll do it across I'll do it across every platform except Facebook. Only kidding. I'm probably not gonna do any of that. But anyways, we're at an hour. Go to birthdayboyshop.com, get merch. This has been episode 99 of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Later, Gators.